0: You are listening to the Life Reconstructed podcast with me, Teresa amaral Beshwaite, grief expert, best-selling author, and widow. I'm so glad you're here because in this and every episode, I shine a light on the widowed way forward. Hello, and welcome to episode five, The Brain's Response to Pain. In this episode, I share the three ways the brain naturally reacts to emotional pain, and a fourth option that's a game changer in grief. In episode three, I shared that our primitive brains main goal is to keep us alive. And it does this in just three ways by prompting us to avoid pain, seek pleasure and be efficient. In episode four, I shared that generally speaking, life is a 50-50 mix of comfortable and uncomfortable emotions. Difficult or uncomfortable emotions come with the experience of being alive. And it's perfectly normal to have a wide range of those emotions from frightened to lonely, to disappointed to distressed. And yet our primitive brains equate negative or difficult or uncomfortable emotions with potential danger. And it urges, in fact, it demands that we avoid pain at all costs. And that's what I'm sharing today, the brain's response to emotional pain. I want you to understand this so that you'll understand yourself better, so that you can be kind to yourself as you navigate your life after loss. So let's dive in. When we experience a difficult emotion, the primitive brain naturally urges us to find an escape button, whether by resisting, reacting, or avoiding it. Resisting emotions is to push them away, sweep them under the rug, try to will ourselves to feel differently. We attempt to fake it until we make it. Reacting to emotions is to snap or fly off the handle or maybe it's to stay in bed all day because we think that those emotions are too tough to bear. Avoiding an emotion is an attempt to buffer or numb it with some sort of numbing agent. The brain suggests that rather than feel the pain, we should escape it and seek pleasure instead. Escapes can include excessive social media scrolling, or binging your favorite show, or overeating, over drinking, overspending, just to name a few. I often refer to these actions as buffering. Here's the truth. It's simply not possible to successfully resist, react, or avoid to make our feelings go away. Difficult feelings wait patiently, they demand to be felt. When we turn to buffering, we now have to deal with the negative consequence of the numbing agent and the difficult emotion that is still there, that is still pursuing us, that is still demanding our attention. And now add grief to the mix an unprecedented level of difficult emotions, soul shattering, unthinkable, horrific. And our primitive brains would have us think unbearable so our primitive brains shift into overdrive demanding that we hit the escape button of choice like never before we go on the run we avoid we react we resist and we hold on to hope that if we can stay on the run long enough time just might heal and we wonder exactly how much time it could take My escape button of choice was busy. At the time my husband passed, I had a career that required significant travel. And after days on the road, I came home to our 10 acres that needed my attention. And then I caught the next outbound plane. And I was on the run for years, knowing that those emotions were just one step behind me and fearing that they would overtake me. A few years ago, I spoke to a wonderful person who was quite new to her grief. After her husband passed, she stayed busy with work, and later she retired and was busy with volunteer work and things she enjoyed. And it wasn't until the pandemic removed her escape button of busy that her feelings caught up with her. Her husband had passed nearly 30 years ago. She ran in fear for 30 years, and yet those feelings were all still waiting for her, demanding her attention. Time in and of itself does not heal. There is no true escape from feeling the difficult feelings that profound loss dumps on our lives. Reaching for an external solution to an internal problem simply does not work. Now, there is no such thing as speed grieving, but there is a more efficient way, which is to process difficult feelings as we learned in episode four. So if you have felt like a failure with every pound gained, dollar spent, episode binged, please recognize that you are actually not failing. In reality, your primitive brain is on overdrive, doing its job, keeping you seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and doing it all on repeat, which is its way of being efficient. Your panicky, primitive brain is running the show, which is completely normal, but there is another option. Facing your feelings is one of the most courageous things you can do in life, and especially in life after loss. Next time your brain insists that you urgently reach for your escape button of choice, Ask yourself, what am I not wanting to feel right now? And allow that urge to be there without reaching for the numbing agent, just for two minutes. And during those two minutes, walk through the steps in episode four to process the emotion that you're feeling. And after two minutes, decide whether you still want to reach for the buffer. Don't expect perfection. It's a journey. Grieving is learning. Be kind to yourself as you learn. If you're judging yourself, you're not learning. Allowing yourself to learn this new reality is to love yourself and you deserve that love. Know that I believe in you and I'm here for you. Take care. If you found this podcast helpful, I invite you to join Life Reconstructed, my coaching program exclusively for widowed people. It will help you step forward toward a life you will love again. Simply go to thesuddenwidowcoach.com and click work with me.